the guru is live. Good morning. We've got one of my favorite topics going on this morning, so I'm, I'm just a little extra excited. It's all about land, and it's raw land. I personally develop raw land. I love the development of raw land, and people can get excited when it comes to putting together raw land and selling it and putting it together, the whole package. So welcome to Real Estate Daily with your guru. We've got a great morning going on. And yes, your guru is just a little bit excited this morning because I love land. So just, just full disclosure here. I put together a piece of raw land of a Mount Rainier lots of years ago, back when I still had eyesight, th thankfully. <laughs> so I bought some acreage and dozed. It was, it was raw. It had never been you know, dozed before. We had the trees there and we dozed it out and you go and you hike your land and you start discovering what's there. The learning process in the late 80s for me, wow, it's getting to be a long time ago. <laughs> the learning process was steep. I had no, it was my first time. I had never done, done it before. And let me tell you, if it's your first time to either advise a client or you are the person actually doing it, get some help. You will need it. There is a ton to know about it. Welcome. We're going to go over the details of this. Grab yourself a cup of coffee. I'm sipping mine this morning. It's Black Rifle Coffee, and I love it. All right. Let's get into some details. Here's, what, here's the, the phrase that you hear that magical phrase that you hear from your clients about raw land. So this is the the perfect place for us. We have found it. This piece of raw land right here is perfect for us. And the first thing you need to ask yourself is, is how would you know that it's perfect? So you ask them, have you ever developed a piece of land before? No, but we, you know, lots of people do it. You're right. Lots of you can't you can't deny that. Lots of people do develop land. That that's accurate, including the pioneers that came across the trail. You know, they developed their own land. However, there's a lot to know about it. It's not let me, let me just go out on a limb here a little bit. Not much on a limb. It's not for everybody. Developing land isn't for everybody. It can be heart-wrenching. It can be full of obstacles. At the end of the day, you may end up with the perfect piece of property and home for you, your client, the everybody. But that you will go through something getting there. Okay, the first thing you need to talk about is zoning. Is the zoning of the area even something that you would be interested in for the client? Is it for your, is, does the zoning work for your client? They want to put a residential home there. Does it even allow for a residential home? Does it eat, by the way, does it even allow for a home at all? <laughs> Everybody thinks, well, it's a piece of property. Of course, it can have a home. No, you can have, there is Lots of property. And I'll tell you, there's a bunch of it right here in the Columbia River Gorge. And the pieces of property can be large. 
and you can't have any home on it. It's not zoned for it. So you've got, remember how zoning works. We had a show on this. If, if not, go back and take a look at the zoning show. It's, it's, it'll enlighten you on the basics of zoning. So there is the state rulings on zoning. And then there is the counties and the local municipality overlays. And then there are federal overlays as well to any of these pieces. The most restrictive applies. That, that's always what you have to look at is the most restrictive. So you might say, well, this zoning allows me to put a house on it, but this one doesn't. Well, this one's more restrictive, so that applies. Okay, We're, today's not about zoning. Today, it's about development of raw land. And is it really for you and your client? Is this something you're ready for? By the way, if you're a professional, and almost the entire audience is, if you're a professional and helping someone do raw land, if you haven't done it before, get someone to sit to sit side saddle with you. Get someone to sit with you on this journey because there's a lot you need to know about raw land sales. A lot you don't want a client that ends up with something they can't do what they thought they wanted to do with it. That would be outrageous. It, it would be a huge disappointment. You're going to get likely a complaint. You're going to have disappointed customers. And you're certainly not going to have what we all dream of. And that is in a few years, all those wonderful referrals that come from happy customers. So a rough ride for sure. Get ready for a rough ride. You can smooth this ride out by getting a little bit of help on it. Okay, so what do we need to take a look at here? We need to take a look at power, water, and septic. <laughs> I rattle it off like as if, you know, it, it's the nothing thing. The power, the water, the septic. Well, let me tell you, these three items will make and break initially. So you've got the zoning. That's your first cut. And now you've got to take a look at power, water, and septic. These three items are huge because, well, they allow us to live our life. They allow us to do something with the property that we are likely wanting to do with it. And that is live on the property. Okay, so let's take them apart one at a time. Power. Is there actually a power stem on the property right now? If it's raw land, you could almost bet there's no power stem on it. Now, the power stem may not be far away. It may be just down the street. There may be a power pole that you can attach to down there from the county, you know, from PGE or something like this. That's possible. Or you may end up having to put in a system that would allow for enough power even in the area. And yes, it's charged to the local person putting in the property and development of the property. You may have to pay for your part of a transformer. I had to back in the 80s. And back then, and I don't know how much it's costing now, but back then there were four properties going to share one transformer. And it was $2,500 approximately a piece. That's a lot of money to add but to everything. And $2,500 by itself, maybe not a lot of money. But in addition to everything else, woo, it can be a, a bunch of money. 
So there's not power on the property. You want to put power out on the property. And what do you do about actually getting power on the property? That is that is tough because to bring it there, there's a bunch of rules, a bunch of regulations, a bunch of permits. You've got to be dealing with the local power company and the permitting because it has to be usually trenched in. Mine, by the way, of Mount Rainier had had to be you know so deep, and I so I put in like a 48 inch hole so I could put power and water, and water was allowed to go side by side. A a schedule 40 pipe. I don't want to get too deep in the details on it because it, it becomes crazy. All the things that have to be down there in, in that trench and, and the type of piping and, and all the things. So you're looking at all the laws that cross over back and forth to get this done. It's hard to do. I will tell you what I tell most people. If there's no power on the property and it just doesn't exist, Plan for about, and there's power in the street. Plan for ten dollars to $15,000 to get it on your property. Now, maybe you'll beat that. Maybe you can bring it in for much less. But plan a little high until you know better. But don't get cross with the law. Don't get cross with the inspectors. You can start having it, having an argument with the inspectors. You can start having the argument down there at the permits. And you need these people on your side because it's going to be a difficult process to actually get this done. All right. There is also appeals to all this process. And today is not the day to go into LUBA, Land Use Board of Appeals, as well as other appeals for permitting processes that can happen. But I do want to put it out there. If they initially say no, there's often some form of appeal process. By the way, take a moment. Let's slow down just for a second. Hit that like button. I love it when you hit the like button. And also share your comments about how have you helped people develop property. This is such a big category. And with all the influx of population that we've been having for the last few years, which has caused, it's, it's one aspect to it, caused the shortage of inventory. One moment while I sip some coffee. It's helped cause or aided to the cause of the shortage of inventory that we have. It's just been insane. So of course, people are moving out and the coronavirus itself has caused people to do want to do what? And that simple what is sprawl, urban sprawl. They want to get further away from the insanity in the cities whether it's the virus or just have a little distance to themselves. Now, that is really important to understand. People want this. So they are looking for land, and they're looking for other ways to use the land. But how can it be done? How much does it cost? How can it be done? What are the elements to pulling it all together? Well, you got to have power. Remember the water thing we mentioned? Well, you got to have water. And water 
often when you start doing urban sprawl, so you're getting further and further away from the core, often water and septic don't come along with it. So you're looking to put in your own well. Well, that is difficult. I will tell you what I commonly tell people is start planning around the $20,000 mark for a simple well. Now, you may get that down. I heard of one recently that was only around $11,000. That's terrific. I also had one a few years ago that I was working with that ended up being almost $40,000. So wells can be a bunch of money and lots of permits. And you got to know this. Even if you have a well and they bring in county water, you will likely be required to cap it and use the county water system at that point. Now, there are some differences in that area. We're not going into it today. It gets deep into code and what's happening there. So just be aware that's happening. Septic, unlikely you're going to have septic out there. So you're going to have to put your own septic in. And septics can range huge. They can be anywhere from... Uh, probably $8,000 to $50,000. It's all over the map. It depends upon the qualifying event of the drainage of the soil that you're purchasing at that land. And you're going to have to put in pits to have it tested. Wow, it really gets complicated. If you, like I say, if you've never done this before, it gets complicated. Even finding the right people that can help your client pull this off. Because just remember, you want to be the source of the source, the source of the information. You don't have to have all the information yourself, but you at least want to be able to ask the right questions and point someone to the source. So you are the source of the source. That's important that you can at least ask the right questions and why I recommend if you've never worked on raw land before or putting together a piece of property of this nature, go and get someone that has and help them and help you walk through this process. You can sit side side saddle with them. You're side by side and watch the process. Give them some of the commission for goodness sakes. They're help, they are educating you in a real-world activity that you can now replicate over and over and over and over again. Difficult process, no question. Well, what about logging? <laughs> there can be all kinds of rules about logging the property, and it can be extraordinarily expensive. Let me tell you what everybody thinks about logging. Everybody will tell you it's right up front. Well, I'll sell the logs. Even if, even if you have some marketable timber on the property, often the marketable timber on the property are is only here and there. It's only a few pieces that would be marketable, and you can't get a company to come in. Generally, you can't get a company to come in to take the timber away on individual base and pay you for it. You are likely to have to pay to remove the timber. There's also permitting processes for removing the timber nowadays. You can't just go out and doze a piece of property holistically and say, well, now I have a flat piece of land. 
check with your county rules, check with your local municipalities. What can you doze? What can you dismantle from raw land on that property? And then let's also remember, there's an aesthetics quality to this. There's an aesthetics problem. People are moving out to the country. They're moving out to have land because they want trees. They want shrubbery. They want things. They don't want it to look like an inner city lot. So they want some of these things. I remember up in uh, on Mount Rainier when I was developing my piece of land, I was just bent on, I wanted these certain trees left. And, I, and the people who brought in the truck, trucks for the septic and said, we can't get around your property and actually leave the, that standing timber. And it was part of my submitted plan to the county that I would have this little island of timber remaining but the trucks couldn't, and I didn't think of it, the trucks couldn't navigate the property to bring in the tank. So when they, they showed up, they said, those trees have to be removed for our truck to even, these are large trucks. For us to navigate in there, you're going to have to remove. So they had to hold off Well, I go get a permit to remove those particular trees. It was large timber. And by the way, they were not the ones set up to remove the timber. I did get a permit for it. I was able to bring it in, but it had to be planned for. I had to bring someone in to actually do it. These these trees were like, you know, 30 inches at the butt, you know, down, down at the bottom, about 30 inches in rated large timber. They weigh a lot. So I had to bring in a cat. I had to bring in someone that could do this and make this way for the truck to be able to navigate the property to actually set the septic system in. I hadn't thought of it because I hadn't ever done it before. I didn't realize how large these trucks were. Pouring the foundation was yet another problem of development because that truck had the same problem or would have had the same problem. They're long, they're heavy, they're huge. And they would not have been able to navigate around that small island of trees that I wanted to have left because I wanted the aesthetic pleasingness of that island of trees to remain. So you, if you choose to get rid of the timber, now it's been a little too long on the timber part here, but if you choose to get rid of the timber, always remember that people are, are buying the land because they usually want that aesthetically pleasing aspect. Also, If you sell the timber, if you get someone to actually market it and take it, it will usually reduce the price of your property. It will reduce how much your property is worth by a very similar amount because you've taken off very expensive timber. Wow. Okay. I would love it if you you hit the like button on this. I'd love to hear your comments about the show. I'd like to hear from you. What problems have you had in development of property? Where have you been with this? What what have you had to struggle through with your clients? What kind of wins have you seen out there? What kind of struggles did you see in the first time you pulled it together? Would love to hear all your comments on this. Also, don't forget... 
that today it is a Wednesday. Today is the members only event. And to get to the members only event, the guru members only event, that's on YouTube. And on YouTube, you go and you hit the subscribe button. It's free. But in order to release it where we dig even dig deeper into your business plan, we dig deeper into building your business, you hit the subscribe button. That opens up the guru members only events which we will be doing today and releasing. You can be with us live. You can ask questions live through live coaching directly on the spot. We, and if it's not live, you can still submit your questions. We get back to everyone today. We've been working, by the way, for a few weeks on the one-week business plan and peeling all the pieces of it apart. Today, we're working on the finance plan. Yeah, it's complicated. The finance plan, the one people don't like to talk about. Everyone wants to talk about marketing. Everyone wants to talk about branding. Everyone wants to talk about logos and things like this. Well, wildly important, no question. It's all important, but no one wants to talk about the, the personal finance plan. And I'm not talking about a finance plan for a large business. I'm talking about the finance plan that you need individually as an agent. And what will actually make your business move forward? Join us today for the Guru Members Only event. All right, back over here to land development. And so your client is saying they want, they desperately want to find some land. Well, let's remember, going back to the core, power, water, septic. These things by themselves will cost more than most people are willing to separately put out. Also, when it comes to lending, a lot of lenders, excuse me, let me rephrase this. There are nearly no lenders that will lend on raw land by itself. As a home package, there are some lenders that will do a home package for you. No doubt about that. But if you're if your person is just wanting to buy the property itself, I know of no lenders that are lending on raw land all by itself. This is this becomes difficult because that means the person is going to have to come up with cash somehow, whether that's go and take equity out of their current home and cash out the new piece of land. That's possible. Or they've saved it up or someone's given it to them. Whatever the process is, they're going to have to find a way to come up with the cash. Now, if they're looking to build on the property, and most are, then maybe a building package and including a bridge loan may work. And that's where you definitely want to talk to your lender. You definitely want to get your lender on board and talk to them about bridge loans, capital loans to start a building project. Remembering this, that there aren't any lenders that I'm aware of that will allow the individual person that owns the property to be the contractor that builds the home. That has went away a few years ago. By and large, now you may find an individual out there somewhere. I'm not aware of any because the banks with liability have decided 
that the person who owns the property that they are giving the loan to, they don't want to have them build it because they want to hold someone else's feet to the fire. And that makes legal sense. It makes absolute legal sense, but we won't dismantle that today. Just getting it out there. All right. So lots of paperwork, paperwork and permits. You've got to prepare your client for paperwork and permits. There's going to be lots of paperwork and permits, and you've got to stay ahead of it. You don't want to have to be backing into all of a sudden all the paperwork and permits that's out there. Rules and regulations. Well, come on. We're talking about the development of land. You've got to stay up on top of the rules and regulations ahead of time. And you need to help your client stay up to speed with the rules and regulations of the land because you don't want to get into a deal where you purchase the land and they're in the middle, you, you know, you're, you're, you've been advising them and they're in the middle of trying to develop this thing. And all of a sudden they rule, run against a rule or regulation that stops them from using the land in the way they wanted it to be used. This is a disaster. You need to be up to speed with this and at least be in the source of the source that would allow them to know where to go to get the information. All right. What about whole package of costs? This is, this is difficult, and it's really beyond our talk today. But you need to start putting together a spreadsheet of all the costs. Start off with, of course, the cost of the land. And then you want to add the cost of the power, and where's the power coming from? Where is the water source coming from? Hopefully, you have county water out there. But if you don't, you're going to put in a well. And again, wells can be very very expensive. Then septic. You're likely to have to put in your own septic. None of that gets you up to speed with or brings you the cost of the actual permitting of the home itself. But you can't have a home without water, power, and septic. So those are a good point to launch off of when you're starting your spreadsheet. Woo! We have been dismantling all the different pieces of raw land, and there's so much more. This is your this is Real Estate Daily. I am your guru. Don't forget to like the show. Don't forget to make a comment. I would love to hear from you. It's a hot topic as our population is growing. We are spreading further out, and we're taking up more and more and more of the land. And it's imperative that you have the skills the knowledge, and the abilities to help advise your client to find the perfect piece of land. I'll be talking to you shortly. Don't forget, today we have the Guru Members Only event. Go subscribe on YouTube and open that event up, and we will help you build your business that ever you could have ever thought larger before. We will help you build your business larger than you could have ever conceived. We also have one-on-one -on -one coaching programs. We also have a course called Kickstarter. And the Kickstarter is right down here in the banner. Here's the address to it, which you can learn about our course. You can learn about our program, our coaching programs by going to that link. Take a look at us. And don't forget this. All of our programs have a 100% money-back guarantee 
you can go and sample it, try it, and see what it's like to build your business dynamically. I'll be talking to you shortly.